The Bible is 25, maybe 35% prophecy. It's 100% accurate in those prophecies. We know that there are about 300, maybe 500 prophecies left to be fulfilled. And that's why we are futurists, meaning we believe that they will be fulfilled in the future in a physical, literal, global, apocalyptic context. Makes sense that mankind will be moving in the direction that the prophecies predict. For example, a lot of them focus on the uh, nation of Israel. It requires Israel to be a nation in her ancient homeland. That happened, both a fulfillment of prophecy and a modern miracle. Biometrics, artificial intelligence, cashless commerce, the exponential growth of human knowledge, the rebirth of national Israel are all end times phenomena the Bible predicts. And all of these are increasingly trending in the news. I always give two disclaimers. I think it's important. Number one, we're careful to use recognized, reliable sources for news. Sensationalism about the future is detrimental. And so these guys that are uh, predicting who the Antichrist is or setting a date for Christ's return and just getting way out there with their formulas and such, they don't do us a service. And we're not saying that the things we report are the fulfillment of prophecy. We're saying that they are things you'd expect to be happening in a buildup or a stage setting for the Great Tribulation. There's so much we could talk about right now that I thought I'd just hit on two or three things this morning that are trending, give you an opportunity to do some further research on your own. Uh, we talk a lot about the predictions in the Bible that there would be a global economy accessed by some sort of mark on or in you. This week it was reported that the CEO of WorldCoin aims to scan the eyeballs of every human being on earth. He says a global world ID is coming, quote, whether you like it or not, probably in the next couple of years. To do this, they invented a physical device called the orb that can scan your eyeball. The goal is for the orb to scan every eyeball of every human who walks the earth, and they're calling that program World ID. They beta tested it with two million people, and it was very successful. And since then, a person has been verified every eight seconds. They're going to be orbing in 35 additional cities in 20 countries. They say it's going to be necessary in the future, for one thing, to distinguish you from robots. Isn't there a science fiction movie? Is that what the plot of Blade Runner is? You had to figure out who is the robot and who is the human? Not so much science fiction anymore. Artificial intelligence is something that we're interested in for at least two reasons. First, in the Revelation, we read about a, uh, a man-made, rather, image of the Antichrist receiving a kind of sentient life. And second, in the Old Testament book of Daniel, we are told that in the end times, human knowledge will increase exponentially. With AI on the scene, the increase in knowledge is off the charts. And so we follow various uh, movements in AI as being uh, a pre-fulfillment of these prophecies. Changing gears... We read in the Revelation that one of the valuable last day's commodities will be, and I quote, the bodies and souls of men. That's from Revelation 18, 13. Human trafficking is rampant today. That's what that is describing. The film, The Sound of Fury, is calling attention to it. You'd think everybody would get on board and want to solve this terrible injustice to women and children, especially that is international. The bigger story, however, is that many are pushing back against the film. National Public Radio 
reported that, and I quote, the Christian thriller is fueling controversy over conspiracy theories and its depiction of human trafficking. And so they say that calling attention to this, which, by the way, it's a true story. By calling attention to this true story of human trafficking, people are getting led into right-wing conspiracy theories. In the same category of devaluing human life, Canada is continuing to make it easier for a person to take their own life and for the government to determine who ought to die for the good of the many. A recent post was titled, Canada to expand its assisted suicide program to include the mentally ill. There's some excerpts from that article. Canada will allow people with mental illness to choose medically assisted death beginning next year, according to a report. The Medical Assistance in Dying program, known by its acronym MAID, for adults with terminal illnesses became legal in 2016. It was amended in 2021 to take into account people with incurable conditions. And beginning in March 2024, it will include people whose sole underlying condition is mental illness. According to figures from 2021, the most recent year available, over 10,000 people died through medically assisted death. That is 3% of the Canadian population. So right now, they're, uh, we would say, murdering 3% of their people uh, per annum. And uh, the mentally ill, uh, if you're mentally ill, does that suggest that you can make a, a, a sound judgment on your future and anybody else's? Didn't used to, but now it does. And here's something that's really, really creepy and sad. One-third of Canadians think prescribing death for homeless people would be fine. And so if you're homeless and maybe you've got some kind of a, let's say you're homeless and you have COVID, you end up at a hospital doctor looks at you, sees you're homeless, writes you a prescription, take this down to uh, such and such address, they'll take care of you there. And, uh, oh, here, here, can I get this filled? You sure can. Come on in here. My understanding, somebody tweeted me or X'd me. Anybody realize that Twitter changed the, to X? You guys not, so now I guess they X'd me. And uh, they said that it's a three-stage process where they they give you two injections, you know, one is to kind of calm you and one is to do something else and then the third one kills you. And I said, well, they could just do away with the first two injections by listening to my sermons, you know, and, and then <laughs> get right to save a lot of money. But uh, so they're going to prescribe death for homeless people, probably mentally ill people, probably Christians. Canada was a real hardcore country against churches. They arrested pastors during COVID, more so than here in the United States. And so this is the trend. This is the way our world is moving. And we think it's stage setting for the seven-year time of Jacob's trouble, the great tribulation that is described in the last book of the Bible. We're not going to be on earth during that terrible time of Jacob's trouble, praise the Lord. In Revelation chapter 3, verse 10, 1 Thessalonians 1, 9, I think it is, and 5, 10, uh, the Lord says he would keep us from the wrath of God by taking us out from that entire time. We have no place, the church has no place in the tribulation. So what is going to happen is the Lord is going to come uh, and raise the dead in Christ. Everybody that's died from the day of Pentecost until that coming is going to be raised from the dead, given a glorified resurrection body. And then we who are alive and remain will be translated into our glorified bodies, caught up to be with the Lord in heaven, 
while the tribulation rages on the earth. Then we'll come back with the Lord to rule and reign with him in his kingdom on earth. Are you ready for the rapture? If not, get ready, stay ready, keep looking up. Ready or not, Jesus is coming.